0: Let's record. We'll jump right into it. You
1: you go ahead, Mike. Need a water? Okay. Yes. So I got a hard out. I'm on the the Tonight Show tonight, so I got to continuing my press tour.
2: Man, Uh, your poor agent. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome
0: back to the loop. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Stephen Hennessy and Christopher Powers. Got a big show this week. uh, We got two guests, two very special guests. We have Yannick Paul joining us fresh off his first DP World Tour win. And we have co-worker, producer, and The Grind collaborator Greg Snedeker joining us fresh off his huge win at the Golf Digest Match Play Championship where he beat yours truly. We will have a talk with both of them coming right up. But first, guys, we have to start, unfortunately, with the Yankees. Um, Just another dismal, we're all Yankees fans here, um, dismal way to end the season. Another season where, you know, they win a hundred games or 99 games, whatever this year, they had the the historic home run chase with, with Aaron judge, uh, to get into that, but then they play the Astros and we all knew what was going to happen. Um, so I guess first off guys, how, and a, we're going to talk to Greg. Not only did I, you know, lose this match, then I have to come home and watch the Yankees get swept out to sea like meek dog you missed, you
3: missed the giants. Unfortunately, I missed yeah.
0: the Giants. I know. I got home just in time for the end.
4: <laughs> that oh was cool. my
0: god we can talk about the end of that too. legendary jo- heart heart racing there but anyway yankees they stink guys so, what is gonna what's gonna happen what what's going on
2: here what a season because like you know in whatever it was june they were on pace for a historic amount of win yeah, yeah. You know, judge you know gets the record finally but you know all of it's for nothing i mean it's all about world series and like just making it like fun goal i, I thought it was going to come out perfect <laughs> phillies and the yankees in 09 a replay of that yep. the yankees room meet them but actually no truthfully i never thought the yankees had a chance against the astros they're pedro's right they're our daddies yep. it's unfortunate yeah something's uh, got to change
4: i did i stayed away from that video pretty much all day and then i finally watched it like last yeah. night and it's 100 correct and uh pedro some sweet revenge for pedro but steve just said it and, and this this is a little met fan mentality but making it at least would be nice to the world series like you remember 03, was it the marlins like i yep. remember that they made it like it was still a big deal yep. um then they make it another year oh the, the diamondbacks they made it game seven it was crazy to not even make it is like and again, Met fan mentality—they still look back at like 2015 fond a little too fondly for me. Yes, but just to keep not making it. Um, no, I do. Like- I do love the fact that this is like people are treating this like they're the Cleveland Browns and they make the ALCS every other year. Um, but that's that's yeah. the Yankee. That's the life of a Yankee fan. No. Um, it is embarrassing, though. It is 100% embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. It's pathetic. <clears throat> I want everybody gone. I'm happy to let Judge walk cashman can go i don't think any of that will happen but uh yeah it is um it is a little funny to me that they're being treated as if they're you know a bottom tier organization because they lose in the alcs no no no. yeah exactly and they're not
0: but like you said it's a different um you know standard when when you are the yankees um especially after the run from you know 96 to 2000 um and everything else and like you mentioned they're still making it and you know 2003 and then they went in 2009 and now it's been you don't even get back there since then i mean i've seen i saw the stat they've, they've won one world series with cashman spending 4.6 billion dollars in 22 years like that's that's where it's different than yes you're right they are not the cleveland browns but it's also not an even playing field they do have a lot of right. money um they're not the biggest spenders anymore obviously the dodgers take that by and even the mets are passing them but just because they do have that advantage, yes, they're not like a losing team, but you should be making the playoffs every year when you have that payroll, obviously. <laughs> I and mean, once you get in the playoffs, I've always said since I read Moneyball 20 years ago, changed my life on everything. I mean, the Yankees were lucky from 96 to 2000 to win yeah. four out of five. You, you're not, it's baseball. You're not supposed to win that many series in a row. So now it's kind of like evening out. I just, now it's, now it's to the point where it's like, damn, you keep getting in, you keep getting to the, the LCS you should win one of these times, but they just cannot beat the Astros. I did not they think never they were hit. It's ridiculous. Series. They just play up. That's what um, so, I agree. Cashman so has to go. You have to mix it up. I'm not with you on judge. I think he's the least of the problems. I think you have to bring him back at all costs. I think he's just such a fan favorite. He's such a great guy. He's the face of the league. Really? Um, He had this historic year. I can't even blame him in the Astros series. I know you made fun of me. I mean, he did just miss a couple home runs there.
4: He hit two home runs in the, the, guardian series so it wasn't like he was a total I, I think the problem is and now if we and look they have the money if they pay him they'll they'll survive the 10-year contract no matter what right. it's just like they're they're so reliant on him and stan went this time of year and stan came through by the right. way and, and he has come through for the last few years well and
0: again game one he missed a home run by six <laughs> but inches if, they,
4: if these two don't hit a home run in the first or third inning. Then they're done. They're done. At the, yeah. the bottom of the order. I mean, oh I've never. Well, you it's go back to when I was a kid, and you guys were, you know, a little older. But like yeah. bottom of the order, I'm, you know, I'm sure Bernie was down there here and there. Brocious, the
2: like in that night, he you know, he hit hit right field, nine. laying
4: down a bunt. Like the 17 strikeouts in in game two is
0: like. breaking like, records left and right with oh strikeouts. It's it's embarrassing. The <laughs> only guy I, I got to give a shout out to Rizzo. Choking yeah. down, putting the ball in play. Even right. game four, the base Buckle hit up by the, the game, yep. like and he's a great glove. Obviously, I love Rizzo.
4: That yes. watch these these Bregman at bats. He like bears the hell down. Yep, same yep. thing as Rizzo chokes down. Yep, full count. You he need slaps those guys. You, you,
0: can, a you can have two guys like judge and Stanton too you can yeah. have two guys like that you cannot have the whole lineup be like that no. i mean
2: and, donaldson and it, no, is such a joke. Not, a joke it's a joke it's an awful out- he didn't like it was an auto strikeout yeah. anytime he was up
4: he yeah. is he all i can think of every time he was at bat is that coastal carolina coaches rant when he's talking about you know i'm a cat I'm, yeah that's josh donaldson because he's, like, he's always doing like this with his shoulders yeah. he's got like the nine extra pads on and then he just like looks at every pitch he's so yeah. worried about how it looks it seems yeah. to me that he just forgets how to play baseball and well, nola, uh, mayhew, nola mayhew hurt nola he mayhew nola nola mayhew nola was a killer because yeah. he's, a, he's a guy he was a great acquisition yeah. he got hurt so yeah. they. You know, but that happens to every team. That happens to
0: every team. Exactly. That happens to every team. And, yeah, the bullpen was thin. But how about the starters going a little deeper and giving us, you know, Cole was great in the first series. But other than that, I mean, come on. You know, Nestor was okay, not in, not in the, the final game. But it's, it's just very disappointing. And it's just the same. It's like you get to the point where, again, if it wasn't for Judge's home run record, which I still think was cool, and I still think it does mean something to win the division where like the Mets didn't even win their division. I know, I know the Braves won 104 games or whatever, but whatever. I still think it's something to win something, but just the fact that the whole year you're like, okay, but it doesn't matter unless they beat the Astros and then they not only lose to the Astros, they keep getting less and less competitive against them. More feeble. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's pathetic. Um, all right. On a positive note our ranking this week, favorite Yankees, bring it back to the good old days when Scott Brocious was hitting nine. Um, i I'll start it off a little. I'm, I'm uh top five here. Bernie is my number one guy. Uh, Bernie baseball, freaking legend. Obviously you got to have Mo in there. Um, David Cohn sneaks in there for me. Mm. Um, then I'll throw Jeter a bone. I, I, look, I'm not the biggest Jeter fan, but he was the man. He had a million Big moments. And then a tie for fifth, a surprise here, the two X Mets, Doc and Daryl, because they yeah. both shined at different moments. Obviously, Doc had the no-hitter. Um, obviously, Daryl was an integral part of uh 96. Uh, they both were 96 when they won. So I, I thought those were cool stories. They were kind of reclamation projects uh from the late boss. That's my top five, which is really six. Uh, so how
4: about you guys? Good, CP. I mean, throw Jeter a bone. He's like the goat. Jeter for me would be number one. But again, I was like twelve. That was yeah, my formative Yankee years. I wanted it to be number two. I wanted to play shortstop. So, I um, mean, Bernie Williams was better player than Terry Jeter. It's like it's like not even close. So, in, in their at their peaks, for sure, it wasn't even close. I would have killed for Bernie or or Jeter. This post, of course. Yeah, so of course. Jeter, I, I'm putting CC in there. I think um, he delivered. I was good. I meant League. to
0: say post. Sorry, post like. That whole era that was really my main era,
4: it would be CC, especially because we've had him on it. He's the man. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. CC delivered in 09. did. Yep. Myers, we were there. I think Steve was there, too. I think he had to leave a little early for a big meeting yep. the next day. But we basically watched him die on the mound um, <laughs> in his last game. So he gave everything to the Yanks. Yep. Matt Sui is in my top five for sure. Oh, that's, that's a great one. one. Um, MVP in 2009. MVP of a little series. I loved Bubba Crosby. Back in the day okay that's a good one i wow. absolutely loved him he, I, he probably only played for like three years for the yankees but i mean pinch running get you know play the outfield good leadoff hitter i would also put gardner in there i was gonna I remember, say i was waiting mm, for gardner you know gardner was oh. there for a very long time i think that's that four for me mm, um, gotten up to five
2: sounds like more than four <laughs> yeah
4: uh, i mean I, I loved Robbie Cano i think i would put robbie cano oh uh, he
2: was hmm. great. smoothest the smoothest
4: yeah. set baseman ever and quite quite the stroke to to right field Sad he, sad he went to the Mariners and, and took the money i hope uh hope we don't get that situation with judge i know i'm clowning on him but uh it, it would still hurt to see him go out west or something and, and uh that was that was a crusher and that was kind of one of the that was the first where it was like
0: wait the Yankees just didn't re-sign the their star player like what the homegrown you know i remember
4: remember where i was for his first hit they got baseball for him oh that's a great one he he, was like i loved loved robbie
0: yeah
2: steve nice i love how we're doing like 20 minutes on the yankees 10 minutes on our company match play i mean this is pure what is this podcast yeah however uh I mean talking old Yankees. This is we're not we're not uh,
0: sponsored yet, Steve. Next sure. Next, next week we'll, we'll next week we'll, we'll rain
2: it in a little. <laughs> yeah, little tease. We do have a great sponsor right. coming up. Don't, <laughs> don't want to mention them yet, however. Um I'm with you, Myers. Bernie, my number one. He was my hey! he was my screen name back in the day. Um, I mean, just the GOAT. Uh so clutch, so smooth. Definitely, definitely Bernie. I'm surprised no one mentioned Pettit. I mean, Uh-oh. how Mr. <laughs> clutch in the playoffs. Really good. Uh, freaking competitor man
0: for some reason i never get and it's even even with cc even though i'm not a pitcher obviously when they're a lefty and i'm not a lefty do you guys have that Tough to like, like I, like, I always like righty That's pitchers better it man. might
4: be like a subliminal thing yeah
2: I
0: like i loved it like i was just saying i love david cohen i just love yeah. and i never like loved pettit or like even jimmy key um but like i mean i love pettit don't get me wrong but like i didn't like I didn't like when he was pitching, I wasn't like excited to watch I'm him. with
2: you because like when you're growing up, you're, like you're trying to emulate these guys. I'm yeah. like David Wells, like you know, I, I really like him, like looking back at it, dude was a legend. So I probably but I like, should
0: have put him in my top five. Yeah. yeah
2: I mean, so <laughs> I remember his perfect game. I was with my buddy Kev. We we snuck out of school. Um so so good. Um CC as well, gotta be in there. And then yep. The fifth, I got to throw uh, Nick Swisher in there.
0: Oh, he big golfer. My, big golfer, too. Big
2: golfer. He was my dad's favorite just because he, like, kept it real. And I got to cover a Yankee game when I interned for the Bergen record back in the day oh. and was in the locker room and went up to Nick Swisher uh, after the game. was like, dude, I got to say what's up. Like, my dad is like, he's your favorite player. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, you're my favorite player yeah. to my dad. He's like, oh, dude, that's what's awesome. That's awesome, <laughs> man. Tell your dad. I said what's up. <laughs> He just seemed like such a real guy. So there. I still got his jersey. Very um, nice. Yeah. That's my five.
0: All right. Very good. Um, do you guys want to do, a, Steve, you had a rant you wanted to get into while we're kind of <laughs> ranting, or, or should we save that for another? I don't time? know. Do we do
2: golf? I don't know. It's well, awful. yeah. If it's
0: <laughs> golf, yeah, let's get into the golf then.
2: Okay. Well, yeah. CJ Cup, Rory McElroy won. Um, Would have been nice to be able to watch it on Sunday. I mean, we have like an all time. You know, possible John Rom, Rory McIlroy duel at a golf course that's probably the one of the best on tour that they play at Congaree. Yeah,
0: it looked great. Looked great. It, it's you. amazing,
2: and it's so okay. different than anything else they they get to play. Yep. And we can't watch it till they're on like the sixth hole. And I just don't get it because you know the PGA Tour has this fall season where they want to compete theoretically with football. But how do you expect to compete with football when you don't let us watch it? Like, I'm just gonna be watching football, like watching red zone. However, like if you let me watch Rory and Rom, I probably would have tuned in. So they just have to figure it out. I know last week I ripped them for Shotlink. Now I'm ripping them for not figuring out streaming. But seriously, I mean, yeah, let, let us watch yeah. it. I don't know how it's so hard to figure out. Like have just one featured group. I, I'm sure it's just a couple cameras, a couple guys walking around like that's all you need that's all we want come on
4: well the best was they tweeted out um oh yeah how to watch watch it it. how to watch it that no but also thursday morning they same thing how to watch it i was like these are the featured groups there was no featured group coverage they were that's just like amazing. these are the featured groups you can't watch them but
2: oh my god if,
4: someone if explained it
0: like it. their new thing doesn't start till the
4: yeah like I, put ES- so- I put on espn plus yeah. thursday morning because that's the right. only time any guy i bet on is ever still alive in the tournament so <laughs> i wanted to watch thursday morning and nowhere to be found and i'm like okay. then i like check out i'm like all right you don't want to let me watch it. I'll go focus on something else. That's it's like,
2: exactly how I am.
4: I agree. I'm sure it's how a lot of people are. It's like, yeah. I can't even watch from the start.
0: Yeah. Well, at least on Sunday, it kind of worked out like the giants one. And then I flipped over and I saw the, got to see the end of it. But yeah. no, it's, it's really tough when, I mean, obviously it's not a ton of people who are watching during the week, but it is, there are some people. And if you're going to build up these tournaments, you kind of have to provide the coverage. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You can't have people like trying to watch it and then they find out it's not even on, even on streaming. I mean, that just is crazy. It boggles your
2: mind. They're trying to, you know- 15 of the top
0: 20 in the world are playing. Yeah, and they're
2: they're leading into gambling and, you know, really want to promote it. But then, you know, you can't do that and not service the people who you're trying to attract more of. So just got to figure it out.
0: By the way, I just figured out the gallery view here, Steve.
4: <laughs> all right,
0: something to make. There you there. go. Uh, I did all right, moving on
4: person.
2: To, yeah.
0: Yeah, moving on to a little more golf here. Uh we we have a spe- our first special guest is Greg snedeker He is a producer and a collaborator on the Grind videos which I do. Uh he happened to beat me in the championship of the Golf Digest match play. It was a great match. Uh well, it wasn't really a great match, but uh, yeah, anyway. He he played well. I didn't. Play. Anyway, we have a talk with Greg snedeker Have a listen yeah we're excited to get a few minutes with the new champ you know the new number one everybody's talking about Rory McIlroy uh it's really Greg Snedeker he, he wins the uh it's not the inaugural Golf Digest Match Play Championship but at least in our careers it is right Steve we've talked about this it, it was back in the day uh, uh actually it fell apart because people wouldn't schedule the matches which is what happened to Greg? Exactly what
1: happened? Um, I was just gonna say I can totally just, understand how that would happen. Go
0: through the brackets by not even swinging a club. But anyway, <laughs> let's get it. First of all, you don't, Greg,
1: you don't seem bent out of shape. Not, not, at, not all. at all.
0: Not at all. No, but first of all, big round of applause. All right, well, so
2: to sort set it up, like Greg's Greg saying, Greg beat Myers at Wingfoot on Sunday in the yes. championship There's of God, our there. match play. It's a bracket with like 32 plus people, and uh yeah, got it done at Wingfoot West, right, Greg? I mean, what, what a victory!
4: Some people yeah. are calling it a more impressive win than Rory's against uh,
2: the field at Congaree. Some people are, and
1: those I mean, people are, are not, on,
2: but... on this podcast. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, I would never say such a thing, but people are saying that. I am hearing that as well. Um, yeah, I what's mean, it
0: been like, Greg? What's it been like since? It's
1: been a whirlwind, man. You know, I'm getting uh, reached out to nonstop about appearances. I'm, I'm on my press tour. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it was. It was. I'm honestly just glad that. We got the chance to play because, as Alex alluded to, it was a tournament that's fallen to, by the wayside because people weren't able to schedule or just chose not to schedule. And that happened to me again. My first two matches were with withdrawals, basically. I, or one was a coin flip, one was a withdrawal. Coin um, flip? Forgot yeah. My. But yeah. So you could, some are saying it was fate, you know, yeah, golfer of destiny, Definitely. if you want to call it that. But, um, but I will say that I, I did have to go through a gauntlet after that. If I can, mm. I can, I can only speak highly of the players that I had to play against. I had to face Daria, who those yeah. of you in this, on this call, know is arguably one of the best, if not the best golfer on at golf digest. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Pat Andrews, who was another stud and then Alex himself, you know, um, mm. and then to do it at Wingfoot West. I mean, first time there, just a storied venue. And it was, it was, it was a fun pairing. I think Alex will agree with me there. Um, We had a good time, just the two of us out there, no real chippiness or any sort of issues that might come up in a match or anything like that. It was just fun.
0: And and yeah, we, it was a great match. It really was a good time. I wish I'd given you more of a match. Um, I mean, we, we made it to the 17th hole, uh, which was the final Stroke hole. The only the only. It I mean, felt like hole. a
1: straight up match, though. It did. I, I it feel did. Like, and it, I only got two strokes, and I don't. They didn't really come into play much. It
0: didn't because it came down to seventeen, and I was tear. I was hacking up on seven. But again, seventeen. Not to start the bitching here. You saw it, Greg, That's all added. day. I mean, I, I hit the driver great, and I kept. I hit seventeen, another one right down the middle with a little draw, which I usually don't hit. And we get up to my ball, and I'm six inches in the rough, and right. you're in the rough at Wingfoot, and it's like yeah. night yeah. and day.
1: And I, I could uh, tell that there, was, there were a few moments where Alex was getting frustrated. Very frustrated. Mainly because he he was outperforming me off the tee by far. Oh, I yeah. did not have my best driving day. I will yeah. openly admit that. That's and stunning. All yeah. of, I was just, just going to say everybody here has seen me hit good drives and knows that driver can be a weapon for me. But I just didn't have it off the tee that day. So I was – luckily at Winkfoot, you can you get away with it. that without yeah, losing yeah, a golf ball.
2: And stuff.
1: So I was missing well right – More often than not, but I was ending up in the next fairway over, or just in the next rough over, with a perfect lie and a clean line of sight. Um, So, and I think Alex mentioned it towards the end of the match that the difference was the fact that I was able to get back into play when I did hit a wayward drive. Shouldn't
4: played Quaker. Shouldn't played Quaker Myers. Oh my God! If you played (laughs) Quaker, you'd been
0: OB right all the time. I mean, no, yeah, it was crazy. I think I think you hit four really wild right ones, and you hit one wild left one, which kind of came out of nowhere. And that one you thought you were in the hazard baby but our caddy was like no nah, I think you've got to round it. Right. you got around it. Right. around the hazard and then you made birdie.
1: Yeah, wow. I I st- stuck a nine iron to about like, it was like or kid, four feet.
0: Yeah, it was unbelievable. Jersey yeah,
1: um, grit. So right. you, you got to persevere. Not
0: only got a you, you didn't lose any of those five holes that you hit your bad drives on. Right. And like and exactly what you were saying and what I was saying to you too is like it's not just that you like punched it back into play but like you have the length because obviously when you're going way right, you're making the hole play that much longer. Right. You were able to like use your length to get it back and play, dude. The second hole, the shot you hit out of the trees, that was insane. You right, I forgot table. about that one. I was one yeah. up. I was I was like thinking, oh, I'm probably going to go two up here, and then hmm. you're in the trees over there, and you you hit an amazing recovery what, shot, Left bro.
2: left trees on two. Oh, right right tree Right, right tree. That could be and dead. Uh,
0: he put it on the green. I put it on
1: the green. Oh, yeah. I oh, forgot it. Like under, underneath one tree over another. Mongolian yeah. yeah. reversal. Yeah.
4: yeah. And then yeah, the- and I,
1: I will say, just to, to yeah. quickly praise myself for once. Go my ahead. Life, um, you deserve- my last two matches, or actually my, the three matches that I played, I was either even or down one after one. Mm. and powers you were there my first match with daria where it, that was a grueling even through one because i had a two-footer that she you know it was her right she didn't have to give it to me she didn't i was have like, to give it to me. I was like make the first oh my
4: one. god it's, it's gonna be one of those On days yeah, it was it was I, we had that same thought, right? yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there so, was none of that in our match but i was the gonna ask, that okay, very cordial not. and we both right off the bat we both said dude we leaf rule we right. are very generous we see the ball it's wing foot yeah. We're not, you know, you dropped yeah, it. We came to an prom. agreement,
1: very and, very. And good. luckily yeah. that never,
0: nothing ever came up like that anyway. But was it one caddy? Great job there. One caddy yeah. fish, he was a man.
1: Shout out to fish, fish for sure.
0: Shout out to fish. He was great to both of us. For sure. Um, it was really great. The the only other place where it swung was I was starting to get into a nice groove um starting from like maybe 8 on. Um you made a couple big 20 footers, which, which I,
1: right? I was going to bring that up because that I never in round of never in a round of golf yeah have i felt so guilty after making a long putt yeah it, was, it, it, it honestly before. it just kept happening
2: yeah it was you don't like, expect that at wingfoot
1: at wingfoot right never wing having foot. never played the golf course that yeah. last thing i thought was going to be the difference was my putter wow. yeah um, in a positive way i should say yeah. like maybe i miss a, a couple short ones and that's how i lose or something like that yeah. but never like there were a few par or even bogey putts yeah, that I made, like the one, bogey one was that. on nine. On nine, I made a one putt from 30 feet to, I think, push or win the hole. To, to push. After hitting, after hitting my drive way right, my second shot into a greenside bunker and taking two shots to get onto the green from there. And
0: then he daggers me.
1: And then um, I buried a long putt. And I like every time I happened, though, I would look over at Alex and I would just see his head drop. And I would just, <laughs> As it my just heart would say. And you were retelling. It was
0: just, no, it's one of those things. You know, look, it comes down to one match, obviously, it's a small sample size. Um, but what's it called? Like what I was going to say is 13. I was I was in a nice groove. I was one down. And 13 I hit the best shot I hit all day. It was playing 208, a little into the wind I hit a hybrid to the middle of the green on this part mm-hmm. three.
1: Yep.
0: and everyone's like, great shot, great shot. And then all of a sudden fish goes, oh it needs to hang on there." And I I'm think like, he just,
1: this got, this just go he just went, oh no.
0: And I'm like, what? <laughs> and all of a sudden the ball starts to come back and I'm like, all right, whatever I'll be on the you know the front of the green not in the. It rolled back 50 feet off the green. So <laughs> now right. I hit a poor chip shot. Greg's just short. And then Greg gets a poor chip shot. And then Greg holes another 20 footer on yeah, me. Yeah. It was
1: so my ball was I hit
0: the best shot of the day. I
1: know. My T ball ended up doing Fun. something similar Fun. to yours, but I, I came up short luckily. So it just kind of sat.
0: It just stayed. So there. I was able
1: to putt mine. Yeah. And I hit it right maybe halfway. Just right. got it up the perch to get it onto the proper level. And then I think I had like 30 or 40 feet and it just and he made it fell and in the so- left side. Yeah. I mean, classic
0: vagaries of match play. I, I, in my head, which again, you're not supposed to do. Right. I was tied in the match, and I was like, I'm freaking when, when at least when my shot was in the air, Mm because I was like, that's a perfect tee shot. I'm gonna make at least par here. I'm gonna tie this match, and then we walk off, and I'm two down. And then I never, I never got. And then we kind of just were having. Then we went. Then we kind of were both playing like crap the last few holes. Yeah,
1: we we towards the end there, we both started to fall apart.
0: Yeah. So anyway, it was fun though. It was. It was. Uh, again, we get thanks to Steve for hooking it up at Wingfoot. Uh, for
1: sure. Yes. It was definitely it felt is. like
0: a championship match it was definitely cool because you know it's different it's nice to have a different feel than like your normal like greg kept saying i don't you know he didn't have a beer in his hand or whatever (laughs) He's not used to that he's you know he's having to play like some more serious golf but i mean it's fun to do that every once in a while i i thought
1: at least i attribute my success to the fact that i treated every one of my matches like just another round of golf like i i brought Mm. beers in my bag and i i had a cigar during one of them like it was you know, because that's just how I am when I play on the golf course normally. So, and it helped that I had some people that I was playing with outside of Myers and the, my opponents, I would have people, some of our coworkers or just some friends of mine play alongside me. So it would feel sort of like a, just another day on the golf course. You know, right? That's smart. You I'm guys Bob are teeing off, right there. T- yeah. teeing
2: off on the first tee, you know, where so many champions of the game have also teed off very yeah. fitting of this championship. So, it was, sure.
0: it was very fitting. Hopefully we, it's us again
4: next year. Maybe that, maybe that could be the championship site every year. We get yeah, maybe on the wall.
2: As long as you guys treated everyone the right way, there's no reason why. I mean,
4: no reason. Good uh, for
2: was,
0: sure. Was great the jersey. We all- we also did not get anything there. We, we got out of the way. Right. We, uh, we were very, very kept cool. to ourselves French outside role. of the
1: time, outside of the times that I tried to play the East course with some of my team. <laughs> yeah. I kept it. We kept it out. Of people's really, your money's worth. Yeah. There was one, I will say apologies, if, you know, to the one group that I think I hit into twice in three holes oh, just because right. they were, they were on the East course right next to us. And on their 18th hole, we were coming up and I was yeah. in the fairway. Um, Yeah, you had some wild
0: shots, man. It was bizarre.
1: It was a bizarre day. Yeah. Um, And I will say, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried about Myers around the turn because it started drizzling a little bit. The temperature started dropping. I I thought I was going to lose him there. I thought he was going to turn to me and be like, this is nine holes, okay?
0: (laughs) I needed to give, you know, the two fewer shots and I needed a lot more degrees in the uh, temperature <laughs> for, for my, it was, it was, but no, it actually, we got really lucky with the weather. We so did. I can't, I can't say much. I thought, I thought it was going to get really bad, but uh, no, we got lucky. It was, it was a fun day. It was not my day. It was clearly Greg's day. That happens. Deserving champ. Well done, Greg. Thank you for Thank joining you. us today. Congrats. What, what do you get by the way? Is there any sort of prize? Steve's the commissioner. We did. We had no idea.
2: Well, you know, we we I think we said when we started this that there would be some sort of prize. At least we agreed that the venue for the championship would be special. We there were talks oh, of like okay.
3: sending
2: uh-huh. you guys down to like I don't know somewhere nice for
1: the match. So you know, obviously that didn't happen, but still a, a nice venue. So, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. in my, in my opinion, getting the opportunity to play the final match at Wingfoot West was enough of a reward for me. So
0: I oh, uh, love it. Love it! <laughs> I'm good.
1: Touch and I have, I'm I'm have my, uh, I my, agree. I agree. I, I didn't, I
0: didn't need that's any that's sort of good. pride either. It was, it was fun just to get there. Like I said, like I joked on Slack, the two finalists, you know, like the USAM, I think we both get the master's invite. So really the semifinal was the, the more pressure packed almost to get into the finals. It's like, you get to play exactly. wing foot, you know, what the heck? It was fun. It was a good run. You should get to,
4: you should get to choose um, if you're on the older young team for the Sites Cup. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> going to
1: be interesting, yeah, because I know we have, be we have some, some people <clears throat> coming from across the pond as well, oh. potentially participating, so that could in, impact the, uh, the age brackets and whatnot. Right. But I'm right on – I was last year, and I think I am this year. I'm right on the cusp of both, right both teams. Yeah.
0: So. It's crazy. Dude, one last thing before you go, because sure. we keep going back and forth. Are you related to Brant Snedeker? Because I again, I want to say that you are because then I tell people I lost to Brant Snedeker's cousin,
1: a FedEx right coach. Are you so or not? I, I can confirm I am related to Brant Snedeker. That's what, I, is, thought. That's what I thought. It is. V- we don't celebrate holidays together. Right. Um, he doesn't. I don't think. No, he doesn't know I exist. Yeah. Um, so I, sure, I remember you're, my, you're my father. Major. My father has... I believe done the research and okay. told me a couple of years ago that we're like seventh or eighth cousins, like twice, twice removed. It's like it's yeah, something okay. absurd, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I well, 100 tell people that yeah. you know it's same spelling, and yeah. I firmly believe he is a spitting image of my late grandfather. So okay, um, I I I can confirm that it's it's true. We are. Distant relatives. Well, he's well, we certainly going to have you on his radar now. After this uh, <laughs> championship, you are a
0: major that's champ. He's never won a major. I mean, he did win a <laughs> Cup, but he never won a major. So he's
1: never won the yeah. Golf Digest Match Play. That's, that's first,
0: true. He has not. True. Now, now I feel better too. Again, to confirm that fact. So
1: right. anyway, well, I don't I mean, have a FedEx know, Cup too. though. So <laughs> not yet. Well, yeah, you, you didn't get the,
0: the ten million, but uh you know, uh, <laughs> uh congrats, Greg. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Keep celebrating. Keep the party going. We'll see you around. Appreciate it. Thanks to Greg for joining us again. I'm very glad to find out and to confirm he is related somewhat to Brant soccer. makes, makes me feel better about that loss. Um, all right. What are we talking about now? We talk we, we, we mentioned obviously Steve saying we can't watch, couldn't watch part of the CJ cup, uh, but Rory did end up winning, obviously moves back to number one in the world. We don't really have to talk too much about Rory. We know, we know all about the guy, but um, you know, I mean, is it justified that he's number one, I guess, first off, just uh, having we all we hear about is how he hasn't won a major in eight years. But in those eight years, he has won basically everything else. He's up to 23 career PGA Tour events at age 33, ninth different stint at world number one. Uh, what do you guys think? Should he be number one or not? I mean, I, I guess he's the hottest player right now. But uh, again, there's the the major question with him. Yeah,
2: Another I mean,
4: question, obviously, <clears throat>
2: yeah, over like a long period of time, he's been so consistently great that yeah. he just hasn't gotten the wins uh, in the biggest spots, the consistencies there, uh, you know, top tens and all the majors this year. Yeah, you know, and it just felt like a little bit of bad luck at, at the open. Like, just he should have won
0: the open. Yeah, yeah. The,
2: for those putts not to fall. It's not like he hit you know bad choking putts like they just didn't fall he you know hits hit all those greens in regulation so uh yeah rightfully number one i think
0: uh to to the point and it was a great tweet by no laying up uh the world ranking when he first got to number one in 2012 rory one luke donald two lee westwood three martin keimer four steve stricker five webb simpson six Jason Day 7, DJ 8, Charles Schwartzel 9, Hunter Man 10. Only DJ and Webb are still in the top 100. And Webb's number 98 right now. So just shows you the incredible staying power um, that Rory has. Um, Let's get into our next guest, guys. Uh, Yannick Paul, 28-year-old German. He has a twin brother, Jeremy. Um, He got his first win on the DP World Tour over the weekend at the Mallorca Open. Uh, we had the pleasure of chatting with Yannick. Uh, so please have a listen to that.
2: We are now very pumped to be joined by Yannick Paul, who is the new uh, newest DP World Tour champion. Just won the uh, Mallorca Open over the weekend. So, uh, Yannick, first of all, thanks so much for joining us.
3: Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me.
2: Man, well, you you just told us before we started recording you uh you got done with dinner. Uh here you're prepping for the the Portugal Masters uh this week. So I mean, what was that like? I'm sure that was a celebratory dinner, uh, you know, all pumped over your your latest win. So what, what was that like?
3: Yeah, today was just casual. But yeah, on uh, Sunday night, um, once I got done with all the interviews and stuff, then we—my girlfriend was also there last week. Um, so then we went to a dinner um, at a cool restaurant, and I met with some friends. And um, yeah, just had, to, had a had a cool re- at a cool restaurant, had a had a cool time. And then um, yeah, we I probably we got back to the hotel around yeah midnight, and then uh, we had a flight at six fifty a.m. Uh, on monday morning okay. from Mallorca to uh, portugal so got about two hours of sleep um and then um, yeah and then uh, arrived here yesterday midday um and then just kind of just took a long nap and just relaxed a bit and then had a nice another dinner just my girlfriend and i yesterday last night um and um yeah then slept in and did some workout and stuff and now getting ready for the next event
2: and what was it like, you know, showing up to the course uh, today? You know, and I'm sure a bunch of your peers congratulated you on the win. I mean that that's got to be such a thrill. You you said it was a dream come true uh, to get your first win, but you know to to get all the congratulatory stuff, it's got to be really cool.
3: Yeah, I haven't really experienced that before, but um, yeah, I mean it was it's cool when you when you show up at the at you know the players lounge and you just have a have lunch and then people come from you know, every two minutes and congratulate you. So uh, yeah, that's obviously uh, probably one of the the cool perks uh, when you win the the, the event last week. Um, so yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's basically only lasting one week because then there's a, a new winner. <laughs> uh, so I gotta make, gotta make sure I win this week too to so, to keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, I did some interviews today with the with the tour here. Um, and um, yeah, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. You
0: mentioned being with your girlfriend, and I know in one of the the post-round interviews, you said that she had helped you with the mental game. I was wondering Mm -hmm. if you could tell us a little about uh, what you guys have been working on and what what maybe helped you down the stretch then.
3: Yeah, so um, when I first turned pro, I was pretty good in college, and then I first turned pro and played on PGA Tour Canada, um, and we've been already dating at that time. And uh, I just felt like I was always not underperform. I would maybe say underperforming a little bit. I I just felt like it wasn't like I I didn't really move up as quickly as I wanted to. Uh, I played all right on PJ to Canada, but it wasn't really winning or it wasn't really like, I mean, I kept my card, but it wasn't anything crazy. Um, And then, yeah, at the beginning of uh, last year, so beginning of 2021, um, she just said, yeah, you got to upgrade your, your mental game. So I, we, she she was just really interested in that. And she, um, studied health and exercise science. So she also got like the, you know, that kind of aspect as well. And, uh, we just started with, uh, yeah, a morning routine that we kind of established, um, just, you know, not start off going on your phone right away, kind of start writing down some stuff, um, (laughs) doing some meditation, meditation, doing some movement, um, just to kind of set up for a good day. And, um, yeah, I mean, in the end, you always have. I think it's normal to always have a little bit of self-doubt. I, I feel like I was always a, a pretty confident guy, um, but you know, always deep down, there's a little bit maybe your self-doubt, especially if you're not moving up right away. Um, so, and I always believe that you can work on it. But now, with the success that I had the last one and a half years, I really like it's truly amazing, and you can really, I, it's a testament to that you can if you work on your mental side you can actually really, really excel. Um, not, I mean, that's, I think that's for every career. It's not just for golf. Uh, I think it's for everything. Um, I mean, I never really, like, it was always weird when no one said, if you set your mind to it, you can actually achieve it. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it was actually, it kind of came true. Um, and I've heard that from a lot of other people, but then when you actually like put in the work and, um, the more often you do something and the more you have a, a routine in that um and the more you write down stuff um i think the the more you start actually believing it um and um yeah i think when you kind of like when you do the meditations and you kind of get into you know how it would feel if you're in contention you really feel that and you really like start to believe um that you belong there i think then um it's actually you feel way more comfortable when you're actually in a situation, then um, mm. just because you feel like you've kind of already been there in in some some way. Um, so yeah, I, we started that one and a half years ago, um, or basically almost two years ago now. And since then, my career really excelled. So I think that's uh, one of the, the the key reasons why.
4: Yeah, it seemed like a highly. Uh... Intense emotional th- final round, like fireworks all over the leaderboard. Were you watching and kind of what were the emotions going? There was a ton of bogeys, double bogeys. I know the bullet, Marcus, yeah, um, kind mm-hmm. of a little at the end. What was kind of your feeling those last few holes?
3: Yeah, uh, overall, the first couple of days, the weather was really good. Um, so the scoring was really, um, yeah, really, really good and really low. And then on the last day, right before we tee off, all of a sudden, it's just started like really gusting. Um, which makes it, you know, obviously more difficult, not just for the approach game, but also for the putting. And I think because um, when it's so gusty, it's really hard to, you know, are you playing the wind? You're not playing the wind. When you play the wind then maybe the wind stops a little bit, it doesn't break as much and stuff like that. So um, I hit it close the first couple of holes and couldn't really hold any putts. Uh, the other guys in my group also really didn't hold many putts. And then I saw the leaderboard after hole nine, and I saw that I was leading by two shots, so I saw no one of the groups in front of me really did anything crazy. Um, so I thought, OK, I'll just try to hang in here um, and you have a good chance. Um, and then on hole 11 on the tee box, we had to wait for 15 minutes or so. I actually got pretty nervous uh, just because your mind wanders. You know, it's tough to stay in the moment all the time. Um, but then, yeah, I felt fine. And then Marcus, yeah, just made, you know, birdie 10, 11, 12, uh, made some good saves on on uh, 13 and 14. And then on 15, he made bogey. Eh, he made birdie. I made bogey. Um, and all of a sudden, um, you know, the lead was gone. And I was trailing by two shots uh, with only three three holes to go. And I was like, mm, man, this seems like it's slipping out of my hand. Um and then, yeah, uh, he just missed a short putt. And then I was like, oh, I think we actually, like, I'm, I'm not out of it. Um, and, yeah, and then, yeah, unfortunately, he he didn't hit a good drive. And then I was right in it again. Um, and then made a par on 17. And then I, there was a leaderboard, so I, I walked right by the leaderboard, and I saw two guys who were in with 14 under. And then I told I told Oli, my caddy, like, okay, um, with a birdie, um, it's our tournament. Um, so let's make it happen. So then I hit a good drive down the left side, and then yeah, I had a good yardage. Uh, I think 120 meters to the pin, a little downwind, and I hit my gap wedge around 120. So I thought, okay, just take a little bit off. So I hit a really good shot right at right at the pin. I thought, and the people were clapping. I thought it would be actually really close. And then come up there, and it's it spun back quite a bit on onto the fringe. I was like, okay, at least it's uphill, um, and um, yeah, it wasn't too much break in. In it i thought okay it's just got to give it a chance because that on the on the background a few putts short on the online and i thought okay I mean this is for the win now just i mean don't hammer it by but just give it a chance um and then i hit the putt and i will never forget that i hit the putt and i felt like i was i wasn't actually i was really nervous you know once i hit the second shot onto the green i was like okay now i think i have a chance I was really nervous walking up, but I just focused on my breathing. Just you know, just try to you know get the heart rate down. But then at the putt, I was actually because I had a little bit of time to really focus on my breathing. um, I was able to calm me down a little bit. And then at the putt, I was like, I wasn't that nervous because I had a putt to win. But even if I don't make it, you still have a chance to win because then you would go into a playoff. So it wasn't. I was nervous, but it wasn't like that. I couldn't hold the putt or anything. So I actually felt. Somewhat, you know, comfortable or calm, I would say. Um, obviously, still the nerves were going, but it wasn't like that. I couldn't hold the putter, and then I hit the putt, and I remember I look up, and I saw that the the putt was tracking, and the the ball was literally like dead center. I was like, oh no, no way, that's going in now. <laughs> and I had perfect, yeah. Then I had perfect pace, and then I didn't even know where to go with my emotions, yeah. Um so that was just amazing. Just because I couldn't really hold a lot of putts at the beginning of the round and then to have a putt to win it and then to actually make it when it matters the most was I mean it's an unreal feeling. So I was really happy. Obviously, it would have been nice if you you know for your heart if you have a three, four shot lead and it's a bit right. more like more enjoyable or calmer, but um yeah, I mean you couldn't ask for a better ending to hold, make have a chance to make a to, to basically you have to make birdie to win it and then to actually do it and hold a long putt. is I mean, couldn't ask for anything better.
2: Yeah. I'm sure you, you know, grew up your entire life practicing putts like that. Exactly. Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. You you know, you were in the moment at the time, but then you said, you know, the emotions kind of arrived, like once you made the putts, what were those emotions Mm -hmm. like? Try, Try to describe, you know, what a dream come true was. Yeah. I've,
3: I actually was, I mean, I was so pumped. I i couldn't believe it for a second. I was just screaming and just raising my hands and just, um, and then I remember I, I walked over to my caddy. I gave him a big hug and then I was actually asking him, like, have we actually just won the event? Okay. Like, because <laughs> I, it felt so surreal. Um, and yeah, and then obviously I was just over the moon. And then I did the interview. I was fighting with my tears a little bit at the beginning just because I there was just so much pressure just because it was such a roller coaster. like you're leaving all day. Um, and then all of a sudden within 20 minutes, you know, make two bogus, the other guys make bird all of a sudden I'm trailing by two shots. And it seems like the tournament is slipping out of my hand and then to have a chance on the last to make a putt and then make the putt. There's just like so many emotions at once, um, that I needed a minute and then, then it was fine. I was just over the moon. Yeah.
0: What, obviously you have, a uh a twin brother, Jeremy, who's also a great player uh, yeah. on the corn fairy tour. I know you guys did a fun video recently where you, you did the switcheroo uh, yeah, yeah. playing partners in the pro-am. Ta- tell us about that. Uh, and have you actually, was that the first time you guys have ever done that or have you, have you traded places before and other, other events?
3: Uh, he actually played last week for me. No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should be talking to him right now. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah exactly.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, no, we... Uh, yeah, that was funny at the, the the corn fairy final event. We just did it in the pro m. That was hilarious, yeah. Um, we actually really enjoyed that. But we haven't really... I mean, we just thought about that, you know, the day prior with the media team, hey, we should do something fun. Um, yeah. And it worked out perfectly. I couldn't have asked for uh, a much better outcome. But um, uh, we haven't really... I mean, when we were really small, maybe a little bit but other than that. We haven't really done because it, it it's hard at first, but once you really know each other, it's there's actually in the face you can see it. Okay. Um, cool. So with our friends, it was tough to do uh, because they 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 can tell us apart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with we always like to do it when um, you know when people don't know us, then it's then it's funny. Actually, when he he came over for um, the Madrid event, he played the Madrid event. And he got an invite for that on the on the DP World Tour, and I didn't get in until Wednesday night. And he was there Wednesday morning, and everyone thought because not too many people knew that Jeremy was playing, so everyone thought that he was me. <laughs> uh, I wish they would have had like a hidden camera. Everyone came up to him and said, yeah. like, "Hey man, good to see you." And stuff. So that was <laughs> funny. Um But uh, yeah, other than that, we haven't really done too many too many other pranks. But hopefully in the future. Yeah. Do you? I'm, do you?
0: So I was going um, to say, just going off the twin stuff here, you know, I think you guys were the first pair of twins to play in a, a DP World Tour or European Tour yep. event. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. the the Hogarth twins have come along. Is there Any sort of yeah. twin rivalry between the, these sets of twins? Pretty amazing to have two twins, sets of twins playing this well.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe hopefully we can do like a, a competition or a match at some right. point. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, but no, I, I know them well. I know Rasmus and Nikolai because um, obviously they play out here too and we're in the same agency. So we I know them really well and, and they're nice guys. Um, but I, I wouldn't really say that there's a rivalry. Not really, no. Because also Jeremy doesn't play on here and it's not like, right. you know, like <laughs> that kind of set of twins against that kind of set of twins. Uh, so not really at all um but um yeah obviously at some point hopefully we can all play on the pga tour and uh have some have some have some good battles come sunday and yeah, that would be obviously the dream scenario sure. that's
4: actually what i was gonna ask obviously you golfers are very goal oriented um you just knocked mm-hmm. off of, i'm sure a pretty big goal what else is on the list i'm sure making the pga tour like you just said is, is a pretty big one
3: yeah exactly i mean i played P- uh, contrary finals this year um almost got through um and then, yeah, gonna play DP World Tour next year. Um, and then starting next year, they have 10 spots for the PGA Tour. Right. Um, so you basically have to finish top 20 in the ranking because it's top 10 spots, not otherwise exempt. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's definitely my goal for next year. Especially next year, I'm getting, gonna get into all the big events. Um, so that's that's basically my number one goal. Um, and then yeah, another goal is I I think there's a, I mean if you, if I play well if I can continue to play well. My goal is also make the Ryder Cup. Um, mm. uh, I I just think that you know I think they want to build like a, a younger team. Um, mm. I mean obviously there's like a core group of seven eight players that are kind of exempt. Um, like John, Rory, uh, Fitzpatrick, and stuff like that. But then, obviously, there are like maybe you know three, four spots where they want to fill it with younger guys. And I understand there, you know, a bunch of young guys out here on tour. But I think if you, if I continue to play well, I think that's that's definitely a possibility. Um, so that's 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 definitely one of my goals to And I and I played in Italy on the course earlier this year, and I liked it. So uh, I think it's gonna be gonna be a great venue for the Ryder Cup next year. Um, so that's, that's definitely one of my goals. Um, and then, yeah, just to compete and, and win tournaments.
2: Yeah. like I mean, you know, to think about where you were a couple of years ago, you know, you were playing outlaw, outlaw tour events and you actually developed a, a pretty big following amongst, you know, those of us on golf Twitter and golf gambling mm-hmm. Twitter specifically, because you were able to <laughs> bet on those things during COVID and there wasn't a lot. To I know, bet on. I
4: know. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly.
2: You, did you pay attention to that kind of stuff while it was going on?
3: uh yeah we we because just obviously outlaw too it's like um i mean i live i live in lived in arizona so it's like uh, you know we you 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 talk about that with other golfers and with other players hey i I can see how much like how much how how much you're worth basically and stuff Uh, and what are your your (laughs) betting odds um and I actually saw some tweets uh, last year, or so where people were saying we need the we need the padding on the outlook Tour back again, yeah, because I think they stopped <laughs> them once the other tournament started right. again.
2: Right.
3: Um, so yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, good days.
2: Yeah, and now you know to be talking about the Ryder Cup and for that to be a very realistic thing. I mean, have you had a chance to kind of process what what that journey has been like?
3: Ah, uh, not really. No, I mean I, everything. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's part of the stuff that I kind of work on. I got lot, work on a lot of visualization uh, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, to, to kind of get into that mindset that, you know, you have a chance to play there. And also I, on Sunday, I thought it was, I was cool. I got a text from Luke Donald, um, nice. after I won. The captain. So I thought that was really, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, so I thought that was really cool. Um, I was yeah really happy when I saw that text. Um, and yeah, so just you know, keep improving and just keep working on the things that I've worked on. Keep visualiz- visualizing your stuff. And um, yeah, I think I have a lot of potential. I, I really believe in that. And if you keep working hard, I think you can achieve anything.
0: Obviously, you and Jeremy both ended up in uh, University of Colorado from mm-hmm. Germany. I wonder how how did that happen? Obviously, that's a pretty pretty long trip and and Colorado is not usually what we think of as a a golf powerhouse producing, you know, great players. So how did that happen?
3: Yeah. um, Yeah. So um, growing up, we, we worked with a, with a coach that grew up in the States. He's a really, really popular coach in Germany now. Um, And um, he is, he's good friends with uh, the CU head coach, Roy Edwards. Um, And For us, it was always, you know, clear that we, after we finished high school in Germany, we wanted to go to college in the States because in in Germany, you can't really combine the academics with the athletics part. Um, You either gonna turn pro right away or you're gonna focus on studying because they don't really have like a a sports program um, in college. Um, So for us, it was always clear, hey, we like, we want a degree, uh, but we also want to focus on golf as well. And so that was clear that we kind of have to go to the States then. Um, and then, yeah, we then we, we looked at we looked at different colleges, but we, we we wanted to go together just because it's a different culture. I think it makes things way easier if you go together. Um, so you already have one friend there, basically. Hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so CU so um, offered us a good, a good, good scholarship. Uh, so we decided because most of the other schools we had, offers for one guy only so we decided okay let's go to see you and check it out we went there in september uh weather was absolutely perfect i mean it's i think it's rated top 10 uh, colleges in the u.s like how how nice it looks there i mean it's the flat irons the mountains are right behind it so yeah it looks absolutely amazing um so we went there and you know we had a had a nice official visit and uh decided right there with without even going to any other colleges that we want to go there wow um, okay so yeah so we committed right there um and um because we also had you know we had a really good feeling about coach edwards um he's a really nice guy um and the team was really really cool so everything felt right so we decided to go there um and um, yeah never we could. It was we had an amazing year uh, an amazing 4 years um, And we actually i think we were ranked 16th in the nation at some point um when we both were there our i think third year um and yeah so we we enjoyed it i currently live in colorado um with my girlfriend i practice with the cu team when i'm at home okay so um, colorado yeah colorado is like home for me so it's an amazing place um and they have i mean they have really good indoor facilities the schedule is really good uh the kind of the two months where it's the worst, like January, February, you know, you go to Hawaii, you go to Palm desert. Like we were, I, I think I was in school for maybe 10 days in those two months. Uh, okay. So when it's cold, you never really dare. Um, so I think you can, you you can become a really good player, even at a school where the weather is not as good because we have good indoor facilities and
2: a good schedule. Interesting. Well, you I said yeah, you ski at all, Yannick. Uh,
3: yeah, I used to ski Yeah, since I turned pro I haven't really skied um, I mean. just because you that's
2: get hurt that way right
3: yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. So I, did, I didn't really want to I, I at the, especially at the beginning of the k- career I didn't really want to get yeah. hurt um, that was the one yeah, time used...
0: that was the one time Phil Mickelson got hurt he missed a whole year I think it was like his second year from skiing so yeah, yeah so a I, Smart man.
3: <laughs> so I guess I, I made the right call yeah yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but I love skiing. I grew up, uh, we always used to ski in Austria once a year. Um, So, yeah, when I was in college, I skied occasionally. But then once I turned pro, I just wanted to, you know, uh, I wanted to just focus completely on golf. Um, So, yeah, I haven't really skied the last three years. But, uh, yeah, um, I mean, for for skiing, Colorado is obviously one of the best places in the world.
2: Yeah, no, it definitely is. And what what, Boulder is really good for, too, you know, you said it's so pretty, but great party school so i'm wondering if that surprised you whether you knew that or not uh when you arrived and you know whether it was tough to focus on the golf sometimes maybe later in your career
3: yeah um yeah i think so you they don't want to be known as a big party school but because it's like it's basically called the hill um that's where all the fret houses are and that's where you know where the the fun starts um (laughs) I, we, for that reason, I decided to never like live on the hill just because it gets, you know, really crazy on the weekends. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had my fun. Yeah. We obviously had some, you know, like I think at any college you can have, you can have a great time. Um, but um, yeah, I think it was a good balance just because you also down so much. So yeah. Um, we just we just traveled so much to other tournaments and then you had to do some school stuff. So it, I think it was a good mix. It wasn't like that we were out partying four times a week. Um, I think also because, I mean, you can if you want, but I also wanted to like get better at golf and wanted to focus, you know, be successful. And I knew I wanted to turn pro. So I also took that pretty seriously. And, mm-hmm. and then you obviously need decent grades too. So it wasn't like that I was partying, you know, three times a week, but uh, I mean, there were definitely times where, Um, where we went where we all went out together as a team yeah Um, yeah the weirdest thing the weirdest thing for me was because i came from germany and in germany you're allowed to drink when you're 16 to then come to college and and the guys were telling me that you can't bring a drink when and walk to like uh, walk to like a bar with a drink in your hand i couldn't believe that i thought they were (laughs) joking at first (laughs)
2: because
3: that's all we did when we when we grew up in high school we were we did some pre-game and then when we walked to the bar, we all made a, right. a nice mixed mixed drink yeah. and then walked to the bars with a with a mixed drink. Huh? You so, guys have um, it figured it out. Very, very American of you. That that's yeah, that yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
2: the pregame That
3: was <laughs> that was, right. that was weird. That was weird at first, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, we I enjoyed it, yeah.
2: Well, Yannick really appreciated it. Um joining us and congratulations again on the Majorca win. And uh hope there's more victories in your future. Hope we're chatting again and uh hope to see you out on the the PGA tour and uh, representing Europe on the Ryder cup team. So Yannick, thanks so much. For Absolutely. That. Thank you so much for having thank me. I appreciate you, it. Good wow. luck. To see you season. guys. Yeah. yeah thank you. Up, see you
4: guys.
0: Thanks again to Yannick Paul for joining us. Uh, guys, NFL picks. How'd we do last week CP? I bet. Hey, I picked the giants. I remember that much. You did.
4: That was Woo. your only winner. That was your only winner. Of the <laughs> <week>. um, <laughs> you were on the Texans. Raiders came to play. Oh um, yeah.
0: So let's go. That
4: was a crossfire win for Steve. Steve oh. was on the Raiders, so Myers owes him a ten dollars first round first round leader bet. Ooh, but okay. Steve also owes me a ten dollars first round Ooh. leader bet. I was on the Arizona Cardinals last Thursday night. Which shout Andy out to, uh, shout out to Andy Dalton for the pick sixes, um, for the cover on that one. So that was a crossfire hit for me. Yeah, so Steve will be um, betting my first round leader Row tomorrow. So.
2: Well, Myers will that done that makes sense. Okay,
4: so we'll do the transitive property on. Yeah, that so one. we'll. Yeah, so I'll do
0: a Steve a Steve bet, and Steve will put in a bet for you. Yeah, that way you get you both get bets.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that
4: seems fair. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Sorry. So my, uh, Myers went one and two. He was also on the Lions who. My God, Jared Goff. I mean, tough, tough, uh, tough one. That is, is The Lions should weird. have covered, right? They got stuffed at the goal line. They yeah. They, they, they didn't challenge it. I, I think they would have lost the challenge, but um, at least but if they, they were... challenged it, they would have something else could have happened. They, they like rushed the line. I, was, I had the over. I had a lot of things. And I had a bad Sunday. Wasn't it a close game? about <laughs> a bad Sunday.
0: But they, if they had scored a
4: touchdown there, they could have won the game. So how did they not even cover no, it? No, no, no. Th- that was like the first half when that happened.
0: Oh, my bad. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, never mind. I was out of it. I was playing just... my match. I was in, in the zone. I checked the Gi- Giants score a couple times. That's about it.
4: All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um. So one and two for Myers brings okay. him to... Ten and eleven hmm. on the season. Steve did end up going two and one. His Saints were his loss, hit on the Raiders and hit on Cleveland plus six and a half. So Steve is fourteen and seven. Sixty-seven percent. Is that any good? I went two and one for. Uh, I think my first winning week of of this.
2: Baby's first nice. win.
4: There you go. Very nice. Congrats. We Arizona, and I went with the Falcons. Um, I mushed them into their first non cover of the season. <laughs> <clears throat> so 8 and 13. Steve's 14 and 7, Myers 10 and 11. Uh, I'll go first as the loser. I'm going to go to those stinky Lions. They're plus three um, at home against, I honestly forget already, but I still. Um, still like the uh, Dolphins uh, Dolphins Dolphins that's right Dolphins yeah. looks a little shaky I will say too I think they're 5-0 and when Tua um plays the entire game doesn't get doesn't get hurt he's a winner Tua is obviously uh a winner but I think it's a desperate Lions team this is kind of season on the line type stuff Dan Campbell's job on the line um we love Dan Campbell but I don't know. I am not sure how much longer he's going to last if they, uh, go three and 14 again. So, um, plus three at home, I think it'll be high scoring and hopefully they went on like a field goal or something. I'm going to the Packers. I mean, you're going to give me 10 and a half with, with Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm going to take it. I know it's in Buffalo. Buffalo will be rocking. They're off a of bye. Um, they're a wagon, but, uh, similar, similar deal here. I think the season's on the line for the Packers. Um, I think they'll at least play it close. I don't think they will win, but uh, it'll be a close game. And then I'm going to go – I I think this is sharp. I'm going to go with the Patriots at MetLife playing the Jets. Uh, They're minus one and a half. I think all the idiots are going to say, how could the Patriots be favored off that Bears game? Jets are on fire, blah, blah, blah. And that's exactly when you should go um, the other way. So, Patriots, Packers, Lions for me. Wow. Okay, who's next? Me. Myers is next.
0: Okay. Um, I I am agree with you on on Packers. It's eleven, by the way. I, that's just too much. Ooh, um, I'm I'll taking. I'm taking the Packers, um, against the Bills. Um, oh wait, you took Bills. No Packers. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Packers too. Um, I am going to take. I can't believe I'm doing this, but the Commanders. On the road against Sam Ellinger, making his first start, I was never impressed with him in college. <laughs> um, I, think, uh, I think that's a toss-up game, so I might as well take the three points there. And then, I mean, geez, what the heck? I got to take the Giants again. I mean, th- another getting three on the road against the Seahawks. Look, the Seahawks have sub- stunned everybody, but um, didn't D- DK get hurt? Um and yeah, uh, yeah. You know, again, the Giants just keep finding ways to win with the, with the freaking legend of Daniel Jones. So uh, I'm taking Giants plus three. So, yeah, what was that? Giants, Packers, and Commanders are my three picks this week. Dogs.
4: Dogs on. Dogs, a lot dogs. Of
2: dogs. Nice. Dog day. Dog yeah. day. Uh, yeah. I am joining CP on the Pats, minus one and a half. Just, mm. uh, you know, I think they bounced back from the Bears game. I think the Bears actually figured something out. Um, I'm crossfiring CP with the dolphins. I'm going to take the dolphins, uh, giving three on the road, a A
0: little
2: crossfire action, Try to get, get back at them from this week. And then I will go, uh, Panthers plus four and a half. They played, they played hard last week. Um, I think the Falcons, you know, they played great, but to give four and a half points um, to anybody seems like a stretch. So those are my three.
0: Just before we move on to the golf, I just want to say, I don't have any stats to back this up. But when we all jump on a bet, I believe we're about one in 25. <laughs> it is the sickest. ECU, I don't know if you guys have ECU, noticed. This. UCF? Yeah, I'm talking UCF, K-State. We're 0-2 this week. Oh, and K-State. To- I mean... Not, they were winning.
4: They were winning every time I checked the score. The um, the, the Martinez left the game and they then got hurt. Gave an explanation.
0: Well, I don't know what to hair. say, but I'm going. And then back the backup guys here. We every time we're all excited about a game, it's a loser. Yeah. I mean, it's like TCU. I was still to play all day. I mean, Kansas State, State. I'm sorry. State. Kansas State. Sorry. Yeah. No, I I know, and I had <laughs> anyway. Somehow we got to figure this out. All right. Anyway, let's get into some golf bets for this week. Um, And we have the Butterfield Bermuda Championship, uh, where Denny McCarthy is the favorite. So that's all you need to know about the field in Bermuda. No offense to Denny McCarthy. Of course, we also have the Live Team Championship, where they're playing for the $50 million per $16 million to uh, the team that wins that split four ways although I guess the captains could decide to not give Pat Perez his full cut if they don't want but if they do uh that's four million a piece for the winning team down at Doral. so pretty sick because the I think the entire purse in Bermuda is six million a couple of years ago when uh Brian right. Gate won the purse was four million dollars and now that's the winning cut of the team championship for live so crazy wow. crazy stuff right there but anyway guys um take a look at the bermuda field here i don't know if you have um any leans going into this i know the weather is supposed to be awful as well potential hurricane like conditions um we're not steve i don't think we're going to have the shot tracker <laughs> i'm sure we're not going to have the espn plus going all no time. no so, we're not no just be prepared for that but uh, yeah. any thoughts on Denny McCarthy as your favorite uh or anything else this week in Bermuda.
2: Somehow I'm I'm gonna be less uh disappointed not to yeah. be able to watch the Bermuda field. You know, that being said, we'd be able to watch Patrick Rogers in one of the featured groups, mm. probably. So
4: Hurric- probably- yeah, the hurricane is hur- Hurricane Patrick Rogers is coming <laughs> to Bermuda this week. <laughs> one of the
2: favorites. I'm sure people forget that he had a chance to win last year, arguably choked it away.
0: So mm. Some some are saying he choked.
4: I, I don't think it was argu- arguable. I think he yeah, choked that away. approach.
2: I remember that approach. He like sailed the green by like twenty yards or something. It was brutal.
0: That was
4: brutal. Didn't a couple
0: people choke though? I feel like there were a couple. There, I feel like it was a lot yeah. of guys who have never won, and it was getting kind of. Yeah. Herbert ugly. Herbert
4: uh, stole it.
0: Yeah, Luke. That's right. He made like a bomb on some hole, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, Steve. Didn't you have
4: somebody too?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know why um I'm blanking on who it was. Um the Canadian bomber dude who's on the president's cup team. Why can't I can't think of his name. Taylor Pendrith. Yeah, it's Pendrith. Pendrith. Oh, that's a-
0: right. He was winning like the whole week, I think.
2: He sure was. Yeah. 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 So that that, right. that really hurt. thank you for bringing that up, CP. Appreciate that. Um well, but this hopefully- is
4: this is a brutal historically a brutal um I think I had Ollie here a few years ago, too, and he, yeah, you and he gagged it away. At, at yeah.
2: The, at... I Talk. feel like it's tough in the wind if you're protecting just a couple-shot lead. Like, so much could happen. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point. That could be a little strategy um, this weekend. It's This is a tough field, man. Um, tough to get a feel of. I, I feel like, you know, single bullet, we just ride and die with Patrick Rogers as a podcast. I think we do it. This is the week. Dude,
0: this uh-huh. is, by the way, where Willie Wilcox said Russell Knox had the most masterful T-12 in history. He was caddying for him. Knox, of course, is a noted win guy. Yeah, he Mr. Is, Bermuda. And Mr. Bermuda, yeah. He is, you know, he's kind of one of the favorites here. He's yeah. he's in that group with Patrick Rogers at 30-1. to one. Um, So it's not like you're getting crazy value or anything. But if I were to make a bet, um, I'd probably go with Russell Knox, obviously a multiple time winner again, great win player and and has the good history. I don't think he has Willie on the bag this week. Although I, who knows, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe he does have Willie on the bag this week. So all right. um, I'm willing I... to
2: revise our group bet and not be Patrick Rogers to have an actual winner and let it be Russell Knox. Let's do that. We all put 20 bucks on it and then we celebrate. Right. Right?
0: I'm in, Three I'm guys. in. We got to break the funk somehow. I mean, we still won't, it still won't break our football funk because I'm the bets I was referring to is really like football. I mean, it's just like, it's incredible. We can, or even college basketball. We just cannot win when we're all on these uh, bets or college football. It's all football, but, but anyway, golf. Yeah. Let's get it going with the golf. I like it. Russell Knox, do it. Steve, any idea who your uh, first round leader bet will be that I have to put in for you?
2: Oh, that's right. Um, hmm. Great question. Play, but I know you like, have time.
0: You're gonna wait yeah. for CP's dart dartboard.
2: Uh, not necessarily. Okay. Um,
4: right. I'm, I'm also. I have to like. T- I need a two week retirement after, as Myers said, college football. But also, I bet. I think I live bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers four separate times. On oh summer. my goodness! Spread money line. So I. Uh, I need a two week one of my one of my uh, yearly two week retirements.
2: Yeah. yeah. Think it yeah. might be time to, you know, t- take a break from the g- old gambling machine for you.
4: Single bullet on Russell Knox sound, sounds good to me. Very good. All right. Let's do it. We're in agreement. Who All I was right. going
2: to say first round leader, uh, Cameron yeah. Percy is my leading candidate at the moment. That dude just gets so hot early around and on these shorter, like coastal courses. Like he's had hot rounds in Puerto Rico. Let's go. Cam Percy. Ledge. I'll go
4: with. A very similar sounding name and Scott Piercy for uh, he'll, he'll be on the, dart, the dartboard. He's
2: also a Thursday king. I like. Well, that. you
0: probably should yep. check the weather, that's all I'm going to say because yeah. it could be it could be
2: crazy stuff tropical depression about. nation. Maybe
0: you get lucky with a guy going out early. Yeah. Who knows? All right, well, let's wrap it up. Geez, man, we've been doing multiple zooms and this and that <laughs> for the last hour and a half. It's great. Good luck to our producer, Greg godfrey oh my god god bless he's got a jury he's a jury duty, which is bad enough now he's got to come home and put together this train wreck so <laughs> uh, good luck greg we appreciate it uh your work as always we appreciate you listening thanks again uh please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast thanks again to yannick paul for joining us thanks again to our company match play champion greg snedeker uh yeah, thanks. Please check back next week. See if we can break our betting slide that we're on. We'll see you.
1: See you, buddy. That was great. Greg. That? <laughs> <Greg. How's> that? <laughs> no problem. Happy to do it, guys. If you had anybody else on this episode, but let me know if you need a promo clip. I have some time tomorrow to throw one. Yeah, we are we getting. Have, uh, yeah,
2: Euro Tour guy. Um, I'm he's nice. gonna join us yeah. in a bit. I figured I wasn't the main guest.